Hi, this is Steve Hargadon, and welcome to the Future of Education. It is Thursday, June 7th, 2012, and our special guests are Christine DiPaolo and her students Robin, Austin, Felicity, Nico, and Aiden. And that should be an order wave, guys. Nice to have you here. Christine, thanks so much for coming on. Steve, we're happy to be here. Delighted to have you here. The Future of Education is a Web 2.0 Labs project, and thanks to Blackboard Collaborate for the use of this platform. It is the fifth anniversary of Classroom 2.0. Lots of fun going on there, www.classroom20.com. As well, if you're planning to go to the ISTE conference, don't miss all of the great crowdsourced activities that we do there. They start with an all-day unconference on Saturday called Social EdCon. Uh, that's free to go to. You don't even need to be registered for the conference to attend Social EdCon. We're going to have a great after party at the Marriott, sponsored by Study Blue and um, Startup Weekend Education. Thanks to both of them, we're going to have an evening party uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. So lots of fun. And then also the Bloggers Cafe, a new Global Education Summit, uh, ISTE Live. In fact, if you've never presented at ISTE, you've always wanted to, or there was a topic that you didn't get accepted to present on, you can sign up at ISTE Live. Uh, anyway, all of those links are at isteunplugged.com. Lots of fun. The recordings are up for the Social Learning Summit, sociallearningsummit.com, or go to classroom20.com and look for the links. Uh, we do have the Library 2.012 Future of Libraries Conference coming up in October, and the Global Education Conference, the five-day, 24-hour-day conference coming up in November. All of those are free activities. Just join one of the Web 2.0 Labs networks, and you'll be informed of all of them. Coming up on the Future of Education, a great new list over the last few days has really uh, developed. Jonathan Finkelston next week on virtual communities. Michael, the CEO of Skillshare, comes on. Um, much of this list is new. Lee Rainey from the Pew Foundation, Roger Shank on cognitive science. Paula Blickstein is going to talk to us about Fab Labs. Uh, Tony Wagner from Harvard on creating innovators. Michael Strong on Socratic teaching. Ron, Ron, Ron Walk on his book, Wasting Minds. Uh, it just is a terrific schedule. Hopefully there's something there that looks interesting to you, and you'll join us for one. If you've missed any of our sessions, they are all recorded. They're in full Illuminate, uh, sorry, Blackboard Collaborate recordings, as well as MP3 files. Uh, Ruth Seeley talked to us about opensource.com and openness in education on Tuesday night. Last week, Khalid Smith and Nicole Tucker Smith, a brilliant session on educational entrepreneurship, really worth listening to. Uh, Brian Alexander was on. Um, liberal arts colleges and the, and the internet, Elizabeth Merritt on the future of libraries. Lots and lots of fun, hopefully, again, something there that's of value to you. This is where I give you permission to modify the whiteboard. To the left now you should see some icons. You're looking for the star. It's the second one down. Double click on that and then click on the map and maybe do a shout out in the chat. Let us know where you're participating from. Florida, Kentucky, California, Oklahoma, Nebraska, somewhere in Southeast Asia, 
<laughs> he'd like to represent Vietnam. <clears throat> Is that why you put your logo there? Chile, awesome. Wherever you're participating from, we sure appreciate you being here. And if you're listening to the recording, thank you so much for taking the time to do so. So, uh, Christine, this is really fun for me. Um, I've done a number of shows on student or personal branding. Um, in fact, Dan Shawbell was on the show. Um, we've had probably three or four sessions, uh, different sessions. Uh, David Wood. Um, I can't remember the other fellow's name, but it's been really interesting, and it's really been fun to connect with you on this project. What I thought we would do is have you give a little bit of an overview of uh, what this, the IM program is and what you do. And then we'll let two of the students kind of present their resumes. So this is like a resume, but it's a resume. Uh, and then I've got a series of questions, and we'll let the audience ask some questions as well. So, so go ahead and take it away and tell us what you're doing. Well, um, just to give you a little back history, I'm an Apple Distinguished Educator. And last summer, I joined forces with a team of ADEs in Phoenix. And we developed the um, IM brand course. And we said that we wanted kids to be able to kind of discover um, who they are and to talk about that in a way that would, that would best represent them and then have the other bookend of the course be a final resume presentation. And that really came out of, um, I'm, I'm new here at Jenkintown. This is my first year teaching in Jenkintown. And it came out of my own personal experience delivering a resume presentation for my interview. And I really thought about how effective it was to make what I do really visual. And so that's what the kids have done this whole past semester. They've spent the semester uh, looking at ways, digging deep into you know, who they are, what they stand for, what their personal brand statement is, uh, developing a logo around their brand, and then um, having a resume at the end of it, with a lot of culminating activities in between. So let me just share. There's a website that you can go to that um, that has some information on it. So I built this website out that has all of the activities in it. And just to take you through it for a few minutes, this is um, the personal brand. And this just gives you a little bit of an overview of what their brand icons look like and links to their About Me pages. So once they build a brand icon and build a, a resume, um, a brand statement, they go to about.me, which is a website, and then drop their brand logos and their personal statements there and their brand statements. So this is just some of their work. Uh, it's a little bit slow loading, so sorry. And then this is some of their logo designs. So we took them through. Um, they used an app called Logo Design Lite that's on the Macs, and they purchased in the Mac App Store and design their own brand logos based on their brand statements. So it's been a really exciting time for, uh, for the kids and for, um, for all of us. And then at the end, after they go through the whole semester, it's a semester long. I have them for about 42 minutes a day. It's a semester long course. And then at the end, they present their resumes to an audience. And this particular um, last one we did was our principal, our guidance counselor, and two other teachers. And then they were able to provide really great feedback as someone who could potentially be sitting through an interview process and giving them some great ideas on things that 
you know, maybe they want to include or, or um, things that they want to build on. So from that standpoint, it's been a really phenomenal experience. If you want to go out to the site, it's posted in, um, Steve posted, I posted a link to it in the site that Steve gave me. Steve, what was the name? I think it's called um, Mighty Bell. The, the link to the site is in Mighty Bell, but also if you want to go there quickly, it's tinyurl.com, A-D-E-I-A-M. tinyurl.com, A-D-E-I-M, and that'll take you there pretty quick. I'll put it in the chat right now. And that'll take you out to the site, and then you can peruse around that site and see some of the student samples. So the, the courses are, the course activities are there, as well as samples of the work that these guys have created and done. So I want to go through, I'm going to actually go to a web tour, because it'll be a little bit faster for people. But here, should, this should pull up the Google site. And again, you've put that link in the chat. Um, but you have a series of activities that take place through the course. Now, are there any age restrictions on who can join the course? It's an elective, right? It is an elective, and there are no age restrictions. And if you ask Robin, she'll tell you her funny story. Because when I got here, originally the course, as it was in the course catalog, was accounting. And Robin ended up in a branding course. And for the whole semester, she reminded me that she signed up for accounting. So we had a really, she did a great job. It was phenomenal. And her product at the end was just amazing. But she, she laughed all the way through saying, yeah, but I'm here for accounting. So Robin, were you ultimately glad that it wasn't accounting? Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this is a relatively small school too, right? Yeah, we're a very small public school. I think we're one of the ninth smallest in the state. So our graduating class last year was 45. So I have pretty small classes. My first class to come through was about eight people. And then this last class to come through was five. Okay, and one of the things, uh, Christine, that you and I talked about was p the possibility that this might be easier to actually implement in a smaller school because of um, sort of lack of administrative red tape. Um, I'm curious from the audience if anybody else might have that uh, perception. Um, uh, can I ask Austin a question? So let's have Austin come forward. I'm going to ask him. So Austin, I want you to tell us about the story of me activity and what actually takes place there. How did you develop your brand statement? Oh, um, I basically uh, did it around my hobbies and what I really enjoyed. Uh, so mine was about field hockey because I play on the junior national team. So that was really around the aspect of being an athlete and just running, representing myself as an athlete and what I value in my life. So I called it the story of me activity because that's what I uh, read in the material. Uh, you're saying it's the personal brand. So um, I think there's a point at which you actually take this brand and you have to kind of go test it out on people, right, and, and tell them and see how they react. How did people react? Um, I mean, they, they kind of saw it coming because people, like in a smaller school, people already know you. But I think if you were in a bigger location, they would actually get to know you better, and you would be able to actually see what they're about and how they represent themselves, and how other people, how they want other people to see themselves as. 
Okay, and then um, uh, you also, um, I also wondered about this, Austin. Did it feel a little bit like you were focusing on yourself? Did it feel a little narcissistic? Uh, did it take some effort to get past that and kind of feel comfortable kind of listing all these things that are so good about you? Um, yeah, at first it was a little weird, but I think it's just getting comfortable with yourself and actually being not like focusing on what you're great at, but what you want to represent yourself as and just acknowledging what you can do and what you can offer to the world. Terrific. Thanks, Austin. Okay, and uh, Aiden, tell me about the uh, personal artifact piece of this. What, what did you end up doing and, and tell me, explain what that is. Well, uh, my personal artifact is a baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan and I play baseball year-round. It was, we were basically supposed to choose something that we thought represented ourselves uh, in one object. So it ended up being more than just a baseball representing baseball, but it represented, you know, athletics and teamwork and group work. So that was basically what the whole project was about, choosing one thing to represent ourselves. And then did you do the name activity? Did you kind of drill down on the history of your name and the different things? Yeah, we did. That was extremely interesting. You know, I had no idea what my name had meant, and I found other people like on Facebook and other social networks who shared my name. It was, it was surprising. Okay, and then did you build a soundtrack? Yeah, I did. It was, uh, we had to choose our ten uh, song. we had to choose ten songs to make an album, and uh, some of the songs had to remind us of specific events in our lives, and the other songs could just be our favorite songs outright. Can you tell us some songs you put on your, your uh, mm -hmm. movie soundtrack for Aiden's life. Um, I chose a lot of like classic rock, you know, like Jimi Hendrix, Cream, Stevie Wonder. Um, I also chose some. Uh, I chose a Red Sox song. I'm a huge Red Sox fan. Um, I also had some Simon and Garfunkel. You know, I, I chose mostly older stuff. Robin, well, what did you put on your soundtrack? I don't really remember. Mine was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So there was a there there have been some great comments in the chat. Uh, w one of which was from Carolyn Stanley saying this would be a great reflection piece for teachers. Uh, Christine, have, do you know of any educators who've actually taken this and done it as a professional development exercise with themselves rather than with students? Um, it's so new. We just developed it last summer at the Institute, so it's actually so new. And we're still adding kind of components to it. Like this semester, these guys uh, did a, a one-page resume, one that you would mail out. Like if you were asked to mail a resume to a potential employer or to include it in a college packet. Uh, this semester, we did a single-page mailer that was visual. So we studied visual resumes and then um, single page now, like you would get in the mail, and then we had them create from their resume presentation, we had them kind of take all of that information and try to get it onto one page and kind of a snapshot of who they were. So we're still in the process of looking at what are some of the other, and especially as social networks develop, like review and visualize me and um, a brand new site called Brand Yourself, 
this kind of thing is really in flux. And because it's so brand new, we haven't done much professional development with it yet. But that is on our kind of agenda. And we have had questions about doing that with teachers. It's, it's really hard. It's hard to do. And I really applaud these guys for being able to dig deep. And, and the content they produce is just so phenomenal. So I, I remember the name of the other fellow who came on to talk about branding was Carl Speak. And, and one of the things that Carl said that was so fascinating to me and I, that I really appreciated was he says, your personal brand is how you can help others. H have you gotten any pushback on the use of the word brand? Has anybody in the school community said, this is kind of fluffy and it, this is marketing speak? None at all. The parents have been really supportive, especially on the back to school nights when we talked about the course. And you know, most of our parents said, oh, I want to come in and take this course. This is really, really great. So we've gotten zero pushback on it, and actually tons of support from our administration to our community and definitely from the kids as well. OK, now uh, Robin, Felicity, and Aiden are ninth graders. Uh, finishing your ninth grade year, I'm assuming. Nico's a tenth grader. Austin's an eleventh grader. Uh, will their brands change? Have you seen that already? <coughs> um, Robin says she doesn't even remember the soundtrack from when she did this. So, so maybe I'll direct this to Robin. Robin, has your brand changed since you did this? Uh, yeah, I guess I think so. Yeah, she did this about six months ago. And so she is actually, that's interesting because she just came in a few days ago and said, you know, I'd really like to update my brand logo and my brand. And we talked a lot about it in this course about how this is evolving. Your resume is evolving. You're evolving. And this is all evolving with you. So you have to be on top of it. It's something that you become uh, becomes part of you and you manage throughout as you start to change. Because of course, as you're headed off to uh, college and university, especially for these guys that are so young, it's going to look so different by the time they're 12th graders than it does now. But it'll be all these great things in place to push out in their college applications or in any type of jobs that they want to apply for between now and then. So I'm going to give you guys a little word of encouragement. So my wife and I have four children. And our oldest child was the first child of two first children. We taught her to be really obedient and to, and to not draw attention to herself. And in college, she decided she wanted to do theater for kids with autism. So over the course of a couple of years, I helped her build a website. We registered. She now teaches theater to kids with autism. And she's pretty well known for it. And she's uh, 23 years old. And she's going to be doing a one-woman show on uh, autism for families. It's called Stories of Autism. So I actually really love this personally. And I think you're going to find, Robin, as you update that resume and as you kind of watch your brand grow, that it's going to open doors for you that are really terrific. OK, so let's have uh, Felicity and Nico do their presentations, if we could. And um, we've got, we're about 20 minutes into the show. So if we can kind of keep them to 5 or 10 minutes, that would be great. Then we'll ask some more questions. And those of you in the audience asking good questions or making good comments, I'm not looking at them yet, but we will. And we'll ask you to, to post them again if you'd like to ask the kids some questions. I just do need to do a screen share, Steve, I think, right? Yep, 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 you clicked on the right button. Okay. The one in the center, can you see this now? I am seeing a gray block or something, which must be something covering the program in some way. Okay, let's see. Um, 
It's kind of in a... I'm going to click stop sharing. Okay. And then, and then I'm going to start again. again. Okay. Well, let me just pull her resume up. Can you see this now? We can see your screen. We're actually seeing the black box collaborate. There we go. Perfect. Oh, so sorry. So it looks like you're starting to I am. Can you see her keynote now? Yes. Now it does. Update slowly. slowly. Okay. So Felicity, you're going to have to be patient with us. I'll just not go too fast. So I'm only looking at your comments. I can't see you. Just click here. Ready? Go. Um, so this is Felicity's. Felicity's really nervous. She's so young. <laughs> Believe it or not, when Felicity came to this class, she was 13, and so she didn't turn 14 until sometime in the middle of the September. Some, yeah September. So she's a really young ninth grader. So this is she gets super nervous. Thanks. <laughs> so this is her resume. So you're just going to talk about how you designed this, what we studied to help you design, all this good stuff. Steve, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, you're coming yes, to the right place. Right Felicity, I have a daughter the exact age. age. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. <laughs> thank you. Um, hi, I'm Felicity Smith. I started this class earlier this year in September. It went all the way to about December. Uh, this is my resume. Um, you wanted me to talk about how I designed it. Well, as we go further into the presentation, you'll see that the green Vertical lines will keep reappearing to go with my brand statement of uniqueness while keeping it together. So each of the green lines is in a different spot as we go through. Okay, so just give a quick look what is this. This is a page that tells my life story so far. Um, this is my brand statement that I worked on in the class. And your brand logo. And my brand logo. These were places no, I, I went to hear, I want to hear Felicity's brand statement. My brand statement is that I am a unique person. Um, I love to be active. I enjoy learning and experiencing new things. I am an artist, athlete, and a friend. I dedicate time, attention, and detail to the work at hand. Okay. Perfect. I'm clapping. Yay. <laughs> This is a page that I asked my friends to give me some words that they felt truly described me, and I picked a fingerprint because every person's fingerprint is unique to themselves. Hey, can you come on your for a second, I want to ask you a quick question. If those of you are hearing the Mike is still on. Hey, so Felicity and um, Robin, Austin, Nico, and Aiden, when you uh, went to friends and asked them to describe you, did anybody find that the description your friends gave was different than you thought of yourself? Yes. In what way? I just didn't expect people to see it. 
myself as someone that I see myself as. I mean, it wasn't like negative, but I mean, it was just surprising how people perceive you. Uh, yeah, I think um, this whole course of branding, uh, you really look at yourself a lot. Uh, but that viewpoint uh, can obviously kind of be uh, kind of biased. So uh, it was really interesting, and I think it was really helpful to hear what other people said about me, uh, so I could compare that to what I said about myself and uh, try and get a better image of uh, who I really am. Mm -hmm. For me, uh, I didn't really encounter the same thing as uh, Nico and Austin. I pretty much got the feedback that I expected and how I would have described myself. I pretty much asked my close friends who I hang out a lot with, so I don't know, I guess they just had the same impression of me as I had. So I'm uh, go ahead and turn that mic off. So, uh, I'm going so I actually am wondering if I might be a little nervous to ask my family and friends to describe me uh, because I'd like sort of sort of the impression I have of myself without getting that kind of feedback. Was anybody else nervous to do that? In a way. <laughs> I mean, you're, there's somebody you're close to someone, so you would expect them not to say anything negative. So I guess if you're asking random people, then it would be. Or just like bypassers, and I wouldn't be a little nerve wracking, but I guess it's, I think you're like close friends, kind of not that bad. Okay, thanks for letting me do that. Felicity will let you keep going here. Can you see the keynote okay? It's coming back up now. Right here. Microphone switching. No worries. Is it okay now? Mine's still up there. Okay. Let me know when. You can go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, we were asked to put put something that was important to us and something that we were working on. And I picked teamwork. And I listed some of the things that I thought come along with teamwork and what you learn as you, I guess, use teamwork in your day-to-day -day life. Um, this, again, went with my brand statement of my uniqueness. And right now, I'm not really sure of my future and what I want. So I felt like this symbolized that. Uh, this is my work ethic. I'm motivated, ambitious, and persistent in those things. Um, we were asked to describe something that helped us change or progress. And for me, that was doing a Christmas pageant every year since I was little, getting up and speaking in front of a couple hundred people every Christmas while I had to memorize lines was very it was a big confidence builder, and it helped with my public speaking. Uh, do you have any questions? So, so uh, I have to say, uh, publicity. No, I'm working on it. I know it's I know hard to get the, the screens. Sorry about that. Uh, Felicity, that was terrific. 
uh, you're really well spoken, and I, I know you were nervous, but you did a terrific job. Um, I'm going to let the audience, if anybody wants to raise their hand and ask Felicity a question, uh, you can do so. The hand icon is the third one over at the top of the participant window, or you can put a question in the chat. If you did put a question in the chat and it's gone by and I've missed it, please feel free to post it again. We'll wait just a second here in case anybody has some comments or, or applause for Felicity. Oh, look at that. Three questions. Okay, so Angie, I'm giving you the mic. To turn your microphone on, you click on the talk button at the top left. Well, maybe you were clapping. Go ahead and lower your hands by clicking on that same button if you didn't have a question to ask. Okay, so we do have a question from, I think it's Mary Beth. I don't have a mic, but I have a question. What was your biggest hurdle, Felicity? Um, that's a good question. My biggest hurdle, I guess I was finding my brand statement and what I felt really represented me as a person. <laughs> Radney's saying, most of my university students in my speech courses could not have done what you have just done. Congratulations. Uh, Lori's asking, would the students recommend this for middle school students? Uh, she's in a private, small private school with about 20 students per grade. So uh, Felicity, Robin, Aiden, Austin, or Nico, would you do this with younger students? Do you feel like there's aspects of it you might do with younger students? Like how young? Middle school. I think it's possible. Uh, it certainly have a lot to work on throughout the rest of their, well, middle school, high school, college work. They have a lot. They have a good foundation. They they have something to work on and keep with them. Yeah, I think that I think some of the activities might be really conducive and good for middle schoolers. And there's actually parts of the of the course that you could take and turn into projects. Like one of the things we said you could do would be to um, there's some samples of like classroom activities that you could do. So we did the life list for Abe Lincoln. If you knew anything about Abe Lincoln, you would do some research on maybe the music that he might have listened to that's kind of current. So how could you make Abraham Lincoln current and create an album for him? And then do that. And if you look in the if you look in the website, um, there's a there's a classroom activity. I don't know if you can see this right now, but we made a Blink and Karen created a brand Logan for him and called his album Four Score. So we thought a lot about how we could kind of bring these ideas a little bit more current and and use them in a classroom. And definitely for a middle school classroom, you could do that in a math. Classroom, we did we did a personal statement for Euclid, and a science one. We did um, a life track for like a soundtrack you would use. Um, this particular science class created they had to they had to come up with a roller coaster and then name it, and then um, they created a life track for it. So what would the music play on the roller coaster ride of your life? And then we did a professional timeline for Dante for the Inferno for English. So we came up with there's definitely parts of the course that you could pull out and use with younger students. I think the challenge for them would be, again, exactly what Felicity is saying. When you're really young, it's so hard to develop a personal brand statement. And then to kind of have this resume, even for them it was hard. They don't have a lot of life experience yet. So putting together 
a resume at the end to try to talk about the things they had accomplished was challenging for them, definitely challenging for them. We're getting some good comments in the chat. Carolyn is saying that um, that she does a physical poster at the beginning of the eighth grade year. I can see a lot of value in actually kind of talking about who you are without necessarily going through all of the steps. Um, lots of good comments there in the chat. I'm going to put a link in the chat. This is to a Mighty Bell space. Mighty Bell is a curation and, uh, and conversation space uh, created by Gina Bianchini, who also founded Ning. And I'm doing consulting work for her. But, so this is a little bit of a pitch. But if you go to Mighty Bell, you'll see uh, I've tried to put all of the resources in from the course in that link. And uh, so grab that link and then feel free to go into that space. And um, Christine is in there and can probably respond to you if you have questions for her. OK, shall we do Nico? Okay, Steve, can you see the keynote? Yes, we yes, can see it. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Uh, hi, I'm Nico. And I guess I'll just jump right in. Uh, my opening slide, the background, uh, we learned a lot about colors and how uh, aesthetics affect your presentation. And my idea going into this is that my presentation uh, the slides portion, at least, is mainly supposed to be a tool uh, for me to help me present. So I chose a pretty calm color uh, because I didn't necessarily want to blend in the background, but I did not want it to take the forefront. I wanted it to mainly focus on uh, what I was saying as I was presenting. Uh, this is just a little bit about me. Uh, I decided to uh, incorporate the ION logo. Mm -hmm. right, so this is my brand statement and my brand logo. Uh, the logo is supposed to represent my name. Uh, an N inside the half sun. The sun is supposed to represent a B. So what you brand statement? So uh, my brand statement, uh, I just increase the size and uh, change the font of some of the uh, what I thought were key phrases. Uh, I am decisive. As a leader, I can effectively organize others and apply past experiences to achieve long-term goals. I'm also a problem solver who drives under pressure and can reach a solution quickly. I'll bring together a group of people to work as a cohesive team that can optimize performance. By building strong relationships, we work together to achieve a common goal. And they work for probably two or three weeks just on developing this brand statement and us reading and talking about them and having discussions about it and then you know looking at some of the themes as they start to write. They actually start to do to work with a big web. They get out a piece of paper and pencil, we go analog on it, where they start with me in the center and then they start to build out a web and you know, well, what about you? Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you represent? What's important to you? And then kind of look for themes throughout that and then build out this statement. And then their brand logo comes after the statement's built. So there's a question about what the half sun means. Um, I thought uh, it was kind of representatory 
of new ideas and innovations. Uh, it is a rising sun, not a setting sun. Uh, this is uh, my education slide. Uh, you'll see a couple of those text boxes aren't finished. I think this is a earlier version of my presentation. Uh, these are my strengths. Uh, this is how I evaluated myself. All right, these are uh, what other people said about me. Um, they were relatively uh, similar to what I said about myself, but uh, there were a couple that were different that I think were pretty uh, important. Um, one of the things we do too is that as the slide deck gets built and the color themes evolve and kind of the design of that, we do a critique on every three slides. So they have a model that they kind of use to go through to answer questions that potentially could be asked of them in an interview. And so we do a crit every three slides and all the way through until the end and then a final presentation. And this slide really kind of blew everyone's mind because Nico did a screenshot of Google with his name in it and then took it into Photoshop and deleted all the things that came up and replaced them with these words. And we thought this was just a really brilliant way to um, say, you know, to look at the way other people think about you. We thought it was really creative. He got tons of compliments on it. Everybody was like, oh, I want to do that. We're feeling uh, this here. Thank you. Uh, this is uh, my leadership slide. I chose um, my um, Jenkintown. I was a team captain for the Jenkintown Relay for Life. Uh, this slide is about uh, my plans for the future, and uh, the I chose an image of kind of three uh, skills that would lead me out into uh, the greater uh, future, I guess. Uh, right now, Sorry. The, uh, my plans for the future are work, college, and family. They're pretty broad, but I'm pretty young, so I don't, I don't have a lot so far. This slide. So uh, I have a question. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that I messed you up with the microphone. The audio is not going to be echo. So Nico, how do you think that you would use this during your college admission process? I think colleges, when they look for people, I think definitely one of the things they look for is what the person's plan for the future is. And I think for my presentation, my uh, presentation would really help me stand out from the rest of the people. How would you send this to them? Well, you can send it. You could send it in a PDF version. You could send a keynote. You could put it in a PowerPoint. You could include it in the application on a. You could burn it to a disk. You could send it on a flash drive. You could email the PDF version of it. Uh, to, to an admissions office, or you could print this and send it as part of this. But I think the pres this resume presentation is more about the del delivering you in person and maybe having this as a handout, which is what I did. I delivered. I didn't send my keynote in my interview. I sent it. I, um, I delivered it the day of my interview and sent a resume, so one page. So what they do is they pull the content from this and create a one-page resume that's kind of like a 
overview of this, a quick snapshot of like some of the a very condensed version, and this is more for the the face-to-face, -face, I'm here, I'm going to sell myself to you kind of idea. So I'm apologizing so for the echo. Those in the office, because of the way the microphone is set up there, is still in the way to switch there. So you're just going to have to go with it. But Nico, the voice part of this would be so valuable. So, so would it make any sense to call all the local alumni reps in the admissions office and actually show the student in person? Um, I think it would. I think it would uh, make me stand out definitely from everyone else. And uh, it would definitely help to meet with people face to face and make uh, actual real connections rather than just sending something out. Great. Okay, keep going. I just also want to mention on my one page uh, resume that was meant to be able to uh, be sent out, I actually included a QR code that's just a code that you can find uh, a lot of apps for on your smartphone. You can actually scan with your smartphone and it links you directly to my About Me website that has my brand logo and my brand statement on it. Uh, so this slide uh, is why I included it with uh, my passions. Uh, so I chose uh, running, reading, and physics, uh, the three things I love. And I think um, they help to represent who I am, knowing uh, a bit about my background and what I do in my free time. So any questions? Yeah, okay. it's out so hard for you there. Thanks for managing that so well. Uh, it occurs to me that a book you guys might really love is called How to Be a High School Superstar uh, by Cal Newport. Uh, and Christine, you might look that up and see because I think it matches really well with a lot of what you're doing. Okay, so if you have a question for Nico, please feel free to raise your hand or put it in the chat. Uh, uh, Mary Beth says, do you think that college admissions people can keep up with you, Nico? I have a hard time keeping up with Nico. Uh, I'd like to think that I would be applying for colleges that would be able to. So I guess I'd be shooting pretty high. <laughs> I do have another question, uh, Christine. Uh, how much do you think this is about jobs, and how much is this about kind of defining life passions in education? Uh, is there a temptation to drive this toward the job market rather than sort of furthering uh, personal interests? No, I think it's a combination of both. I think it's the kind of, of course that sets you up to prepare you when you're ready to enter the job market. So when you have this experience when you're young and you kind of understand and go through the process of developing this brand and kind of um, having it evolve with you, by the time that you're ready to hit the job market, this experience will come into play at that point. And you will, uh, one of the things we study at the end of the course is social media, where you live, where, where you build all this, you make all this, you stay all these things, but it really needs to live somewhere where someone can see it. And that's kind of where the About Me page comes in, but also either in uh, Visualize Me or Review or LinkedIn. We talked a lot about LinkedIn and how to connect on a professional level. And that, that 
actually can become an important part of um, it, college as well. How you would um, how you would fare in college as you start to ha you have this experience in high school and you're going to take all these courses in college and then you're going to be thinking about oh I you know I did these really cool things in high school and I want to be able to take them to the next level as I'm ready to to now go out into the job market. So I'm interested in. Oh, you got to turn your mic off, Christine. Thanks. I'm interested in the use of the about.me. Uh, this is Robin's page, and uh, I'll I'll put each of them up. But it felt to me like you'd want more than um, typically shows on an about.me page. Um, have you tried other tools as well, like Weebly or some of the other sort of build your own website tools? Did any of did this lead any of the students to building their own website? You know, I was lucky enough to have Austin in the branding course and then in a, uh, it was a web design class where we actually turned it into a digital portfolio class and those go hand in hand. So the branding course and the digital portfolio class go hand in hand and I think Austin, you probably could speak a little bit about that. Yeah. About connecting with you? Yeah. Um, yeah, to be able to put a brand logo into an About Me page just really helps uh, to connect things together, especially with the resume. Um, because I think it just further describes something about you and it just adds a little something personal to your resume and your About Me pages. And it's better just to connect it all together. In the digital portfolio. Yeah, in the digital portfolio. Yeah, so often. Um, really put together this great comprehensive portfolio, and all of those, all of the aspects of this, came into play uh, in the portfolio. So he he also gave it a place to live there that was really personal beyond any of the social media sites. He created a really dynamic um, digital portfolio as well. So I know it's late there. Did we lose Felicity? She's here. She just kind of snuck out of the picture. Felicity? Come on, girl. So, uh, in your uh, presentation. Have you thought about putting that artwork somewhere else where you could really showcase it on the web? No, not really. I'm a more private person. I guess I never really thought about sharing what I've done. She's so shy. It's really hard for her. One of the teachers here, we just had a, she took my photography class, and one of the teachers here wanted to buy her photography and then have her sign the work. And she came to me and she said, I don't know what to do. Like, and I said, sell your work. It has value. Like, and we talked about what to charge. And she said, will you be my manager and go talk to the teacher about it? And I said, no, you have to go do it yourself. And I made her do it. And you know, it was really this great opportunity for her to sell her work. Her photography is just as beautiful as her artwork. She's really, really talented. And so I, it's going to be so interesting to watch her over the next three years and see what she kind of develops. So, Christine, I don't think that's limited just to students. Uh, a lot of educators feel the same sense of shyness about their own interests and passions. Um, how do you help someone overcome that concern that um, what they've done isn't good enough, or it's, uh, or they're just nervous about putting it online? 
I feel the same way. I, I, I get really nervous about, you know, is my work good enough? Is what I'm doing good enough? And I, I constantly have that, that kind of doubt that creeps in. And I think you just need to have a few of the experiences of being able to showcase your talents and, and be able to do things like hang your work in a photography show. Uh, Robin also was in the photography show and her work was just so incredible. And it's just really great to be able to, I think the hard part is just putting yourself out there and, you know, being, uh, helping you to build a little bit more confidence about a lot of the things you created. Austin is incredibly talented as well. He's really gifted at design. Um, he just did a whole WordPress uh, interview series called um, Life in a Day here at Jenkintown where he interviewed a lot of the faculty and staff and created some great, a great web page and uh, a WordPress blog about that. And it's phenomenal, really well designed. His portfolio is, I've been showcasing his portfolio everywhere because it's really good. So I think these kind of things fold into each other. These guys are really talented. Um, one of the things that happened for me that was really great is in my end of the year evaluation, my principal who had been in on the resume presentations at the end of the semester um, said to me one of the things that surprised him the most was that Aiden, Aiden is really, really smart and he's, he's achieving at very high levels for someone his age. But one of the things that really surprised the teachers in the administration was that he said he didn't realize that he was so creative. And he is, and he has an incredible talent for creativity. And it was something that came out of this course for him was discovering and building some confidence in the idea that he, he could really put together something super creative. And this is, if you're looking at it, this is his brand logo, which is just amazing to me. I was so blown away with it. He created his own signature. And then just his brand statement as well uh, was really great. But that, that was something that they discussed with me at the end of the year, saying that, that it was so nice to see him be able to talk about the fact that he has this creative side that he didn't realize before. Aiden, I was going to say the same thing. I, uh, I was going to ask you if you had made this logo, and I'm impressed by it. Aiden, Aiden and anybody else, do you feel like this has given you uh, an opportunity to feel more confident than you did before the class? Do you feel like it's boosted your confidence? Um, yeah, I think so. It was it was also convenient. Uh, the semester before this, I took a public speaking course, and then uh, sort of got to use some of those skills also in delivering my uh, resume presentations. Anybody else? Do you feel like it's helped you with your confidence? Yes. Why? How? Um, it's just showing how you can show your case yourself without being overly, I guess, uh, full of yourself. <laughs> I, guess I mean, it's just, it's nice to see, like, to appreciate the accomplishments that you made and just to show them to everyone else. So uh, Cass wants to know, Aiden, if you'd explain your logo. Um, well, on the side I have what are supposed to be buildings, but Mr. Paulo also pointed out to me that the first thing she saw when she looked at them was how it sort of made the shape of an A, uh, which is obviously the first letter in my name, so that was, that worked out pretty well, I thought, because I was trying to make buildings, and then when they have my first initial in them, it was pretty cool. And then uh, the signature in the middle, it says Aiden. It's 
something I worked on for a while in logo design light. And uh, I had to try and draw it on paper a bunch of times and then make it on the computer. It was pretty tough. And then um, at the top in the middle, I have an L, which is supposed to be, uh, well, it's the first initial of my last name. So it sort of went hand in hand with my first initial and my first name in the buildings for AL for Aiden Lorenz. What's your middle name? Alden, so it's AAL. <laughs> that was so perfect. So have any of the kids in the school who are not in the class or relatives or friends started doing this because they've watched you doing it? Robin, I see you snuck yourself into full camera. Thank you for doing that. Have any of your friends, your friends done the same thing? No, not that I know. You're going to have to take the course to do it. It's not really, it hasn't been open since it's still developing. It hasn't really been open to other people rather than if you took the class. So it is kind of unique to, to a class right now. And as I said, it's kind of in its infancy. And these guys have really helped bring it along. They bring great ideas to the table. They come with some suggestions about maybe something that they'd like to add to the course. The single page resume, definitely the, um, I think it was actually Aiden or Nico's idea to do some research about names. We were talking about names. And then uh, from that, we used Fontstruct to build they made their own fonts, which was really cool. So we spent a couple weeks just in Fontstruct letting them construct their own fonts based on the research that they had done around their names. So these kind of things are kind of, they kind of unfold throughout the course and then we talk about what's a good idea and you know what we can do. And their input is really, really valuable to how the course evolves as well. So this is a forever changing thing. I'm really interested in how your parents have reacted. Uh, I showed my resume presentation and one-page uh, resume to my mom the other day, and she was very impressed. I guess I never really uh, talked to her like about myself. Just, I mean, I guess that would be somewhat of an awkward conversation. <laughs> but uh, so I showed it to her, and she was impressed. And it's sort of like seeing a different side of people, what they think of themselves, rather than expressing their opinions on other things. Uh, yeah, when I showed this uh, to my parents, uh, they were pretty excited about it. Um, these days, uh, the way uh, the economy is now, it is uh, pretty difficult to get a job. So anything you can really do uh, to stand out and to show who you really are and why you deserve the job and why you'll do it well uh, can be a really important tool. So they were, they were really excited about it. I know that my parents are filled, my father especially. I have a cousin who's actually, he owns his own, I guess, um, yeah, I guess, design company. Like, companies come to them and say, we want a logo, and he and his friend create their logos. And my father showed my logo, being supportive, and asked my cousin to look at it and give me feedback on it. That was very nice. Robin or Austin, any, any parental reactions? Parental reactions. 
Um, my mom thought it was really cool that I was taking my hobbies and creating something um, visual that could represent what I enjoy doing um, in my free time and just in general. I don't think my mom knows. I think she still thinks I took accounting. <laughs> that was funny. Robin's okay. pretty funny. I can tell. So we've got uh, just a couple minutes left. Uh, the, we're, you, you know, in all caps here, you guys are amazing. Uh, we've really appreciated you coming on. We know you stayed up late to do so, stayed at school late. We really appreciate it. Uh, if there are any final questions, uh, you can put them in the chat, or someone you can raise your hand using the third icon over in the participant area. And just if you guys, just so you know, uh, in the website, there's a link to the IM book, the iBook. So if you have an iPad, you can actually download the entire course. I published it in an iBook, so all the contents there, all of their work is in it. Uh, all of the lessons that I teach are there, and uh, you can put this onto your iPad and use use it from your iBook. iBook. So I authored all the content as well. So you can access it from the website, or you can access from the website. You can click on the link from your iPad. If you click on the link, um, it'll take you to the course and then let you download the full book that has the whole course in it. And if you're an Android fanboy like me, or you use a PC and it doesn't pull up. You can use this link I just put in the chat, the Mighty Bell, and everything is there except the book wouldn't actually load because it was too large. But all the rest is there, and I'm sure you can um, you can communicate directly with uh, Christine on this, and she'd be glad to help you. This has really been delightful. So I'm clapping here. I'm using the icon. It's the smiley face. You can go down to the applause button. Thanks to Robin, Austin, Felicity, Nico, and Aiden and Christine. Really loved having you on the show. Thanks so much for taking the time and sharing of your talents. Coming up next week on the future of education, Jonathan Finkelstein on virtual communities and Michael Karnjanaprak, <laughs> the CEO of Skillshare. I better learn to pronounce that before he comes on the show. Thanks, everybody. Sure, it was great to have you on. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, everyone. It was really fun to share our, our experiences and our content with you. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Great job, everybody. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Take care. Good night. Bye, Steve. Thanks so much. See you soon. <laughs> okay. okay.